0: Pete On Demand, Pete On Demand, Pete
1: On Demand, Pete On Demand, Pete On Demand,
2: Pete On Demand, Pete On Demand, demand. demand. Pete On Demand. demand. (
dening)
3: Resources you need for wealth, retirement, and income planning, PeteOnDemand.com, that's PeteOnDemand.com.
4: Well,
5: hello everyone, it's Coach Pete. This week on the Financial Safari, we're gonna talk about an article that I read back in November, telling you five stocks not to own in November. We're gonna see how right that article was, and more importantly, how wrong it might have been. That much more, this week on the Financial Safari.
4: Coach Pete and his guests are some of the nation's top financial professionals. They make it their mission to guide investors through the treacherous jungle of the financial world, showing them how to grow, keep, and leave their money for their loved ones. Coach Pete is a frequent contributor to Fox Business Network, CNBC, The Wall Street Journal, and many other news outlets.
3: Welcome into the financial safari. It's a beautiful day here. Whether it is raining, cold, hot, doesn't matter. It's a beautiful day because we're here in the studio with Coach Pete Deruta, best-selling author, America's wealth, financial, and income coach. Also in studio with me is Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. Forgot to mention my name there. I am Thomas Lipscomb here with you. Excited to get into the show now, Coach. <laughs> you you were teasing me there. I'm excited uh, about well, what we're going to talk me, about Tom. today. So, it sounds a little funny. Sounds a little funny. Sounds like something's well, going on. You
5: know, on. you see these articles all the time, Tom you see them now, you can't even help it online. So anywhere you go, there's somebody promoting an article about something. Morgan, sure. you've seen them. Absolutely. Not only sports, but money, you know, the sports articles are always predicting what team's going to be better. And sometimes they're right. Sometimes they're wrong. If they were right all the time, then Vegas would be out of business. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Vegas depends on people being wrong to make money. And, and same thing with the stock market. Let's talk. Let's just take a look. I, I, there was an article in U.S. News and World Report and it was i saw it in november and it was it was at right at the beginning of november the article came out and it said five stocks to sell or stay away from in november Ooh. so now that we're not in november anymore we're december i think it'd be a good time to take a look back and see how right the article was i, I agree. like, it. I shall, agree. I like it. shall we
3: so who, who is on this list <laughs> well
5: and again you know you never know what's going to happen in the stock market this is going to prove it in a, in a way but again the number one stock they said to avoid was royal caribbean stock ticker RCL Okay, makes sense with
3: yeah. the pandemic and everything going on. You
5: would think, Thomas. Yeah, but yeah, Anything in the market doesn't make sense sometimes, does it? It doesn't. No, that's for sure. I've never. I've been on one Royal Caribbean cruise. You ever going on Royal Caribbean? I
0: have yet to go on a cruise, but want oh, to yeah. when everything's safe. Well, my daughter loves Disney, so we've
5: been on a number uh, of Disney cruises over the years. Number one, so she could see the characters, because sure. it's easier to see the characters on the boat because there aren't millions of people running around chasing the characters. <laughs> only if, only a few thousand.
3: That people. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that makes and a lot of Disney sense. Cruise Only a few thousand. Really
5: good cruise line, too, by the way. I've been on too many of them in my lifetime. My daughter <laughs> has loved it. My wife always says it's for my daughter. You think it's for my daughter? <laughs> no. No, it's, it's a
3: good excuse, right?
5: And I say when I confront my wife with that, she says,
4: I know nothing. nothing.
5: <laughs> my wife loves Disney, folks, and so does my daughter. Uh, All right, so Royal Caribbean. So I, so I said when my researching, I said, let me go back right before November. So I picked October 29th for all five of the stocks here yeah, because my research ended December 8th. So I looked at from from October 29th to December 8th, which is a fair little thing when they're telling you not to own it in November. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) And I looked at the stock charts. Well, Royal Caribbean, back on October 29th, when this article came out right around the time, Mm was $53.83 a share. Do you want to guess where it was on December 8th? Can I guess high? You Good. can guess high. You yeah. can guess a number if you would like. All right, I'm going to say <laughs> I'll say 65. Okay, Thomas, you want to make a guess?
3: Interesting. Well, they're saying it was going to be a loser. Uh, I'm assuming we're going in the other direction, but I would agree as well. I would think that it would go down. So, so we got a cruise line here. You got the election going on. All this pandemic stuff. If it mm. wasn't 53, let's call it 40.
5: Okay. So you you just assume it's going to go down because the article said it was. Sure.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't laugh at me, Thomas. You know what? I don't think we'd be
5: talking about this if the article was right. Maybe. I agree. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. I no. maybe it's been I'm feeling better. Sorry about my prediction. I'm
3: playing advocate (laughs) over here.
5: (laughs) So October 29th, it was $53.83. And then on, let's say, December 8th, it was $83.37. That's a pretty big gain. That is 54%. It was up in that time of period. So if you believe the article... And let's say you had Royal Caribbean, you read an article, said, and then you had you get your little Kramer thing out there, and you wanted to sell, 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 right? <laughs> well, that wasn't the best time to sell, 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 was it? No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was not. Oh, that's uh, funny. Yeah, so that was, a, that was a win for the people who were in that stock, and not a win for people who were, who, sell, sell, sell. Here we go, I was looking for it. So, <laughs> think about that, Morgan. Royal Caribbean did a real good job. And so, the article said that they were going to be affected by COVID-19, but mm-hmm. it hasn't been that, that bad. Good. I bought Carnival myself way back in April when it was way down, like $11 a share. Wow. Mm. And it's appreciated since then. That's that's pretty good. That was pretty good. Now, You notice I never talked about it on the show because I don't want people gambling like I do when I'm playing around. That's just of money course. I could afford to lose. We never put money we, can, uh, we can't afford to lose in the market. That's right. an important point. And we should never trust an article to take our investment advice. Should be, Morgan. No, That's you, need a, you need a professional <laughs> to do that. Yeah. So number two stock they said to sell in November, get away, mm-hmm. either sell or don't buy in November, was Avis Budget Group.
3: Oh, okay, car rental. Their yeah.
5: symbol is CAR. What a creative Simple. It used to be Avis was in budget. They bought Avis. I don't know. Avis bought budget or budget bought Avis. You never know. Right, right. They used to say number two, but we try harder. That was their slogan, Avis. Remember, because Hertz was number one. Right, OJ right. running through the airport. that Right, kind of thing. exactly. All right, October 29th, car, again, Avis budget group, was $36.70. Okay. December 8th. Where was it,
0: Morgan? It had to go up. I mean, I've already rented a couple of cars (laughs) since then uh, for my kids because they're taking a trip. uh, They don't want to take their car. Mm -hmm. Um, You can clean the surfaces quite easily. Uh, So, yeah, I think it goes up. Okay. Want to guess how far up? Mm, What was the number? It was at 3670. I'm going to say
3: 48.
5: 48. Thomas, you want to make a guess? Wow.
3: Uh, if it was a 36, yeah, I think it's going to go up as well. I'm going to go ahead and, and align with you guys this time. I'll say 42. Okay. How about that?
5: Well, it was only 38.15. So, it went from 36.70 oh, okay. to 38. But it still went up. Again, yeah. they're saying sell and get away. Yeah, so, yeah. it was up 3.9%. Huh. Hey, that's okay. not a bad look. When you look at that, in, in, in about a little longer than a month, it was up 3.9%. If you could extrapolate that over a year, that's a pretty good gain.
3: I agree. But I agree. Of
5: course, stocks don't go up linear. They go up, down, and all around many times. <laughs> The next one they looked at was CBL Properties and their symbol was C-B-L-A-Q. Now, let me tell you something. When you see a Q after the name, is that a good thing?
3: I don't know. What does that indicate? I would assume it's just another letter. means we're in bankruptcy. (laughs) Oh, no. Does it really? Oh, good to know. Okay. Good
5: secret. Thank you. Yes. Noted. We don't like bankruptcy. (laughs) So, that means they could, at any time, they could say, this stock is worthless, no one gets anything, and we're going to reissue new stock in a different name. Risky, So, CBL Properties is a real estate investment trust, otherwise known as a REIT. Now, do you know what Coach Pete thinks about REITs? I've been on a few of these shows coach. You are not a fan, not a big fan of REITs. REITs, reek. I don't like REITs. And so because of COVID, people aren't going to the office. They have a lot of companies that are that are going out of business and they were renting from this or they were in in this REIT or they were this REIT was depending on them for revenue and not a good thing. So, I don't even know why they talked about this in the article, but but at October 29th, guess how much it was? It was 5 cents a share. Oh wow. That's Whoa. 0.05 and at the end of this the little time period, December 8th, it was five cents a share. <laughs> <laughs> so nothing's happening there. So Flat that was way. No loss, though. Yeah. No loss. So the objective here when we talk about retirement planning and just planning in general is make sure you have upside potential for your money, make sure you have income flexibility in the future, and make sure you have guaranteed income for life. We call it growth, protection, and income. And we use the core and explore philosophy, so our core is that growth protection income, and explore part is investing in these companies like we talk about in the article. Mm-hmm. Therefore, if you lost your money, you didn't lose your retirement. Right. And too many people I talk to have their retirement money has blended into their gambling money. We, we have to put a stop to that. So here's what I want to do. If you're one of the next 10 people who call, we're going to give you our patented three-step process, folks. It's, it's to create a comprehensive financial and retirement plan that aligns with your financial and your retirement goals and your values. Now, first, we're going to understand what money means to you, and more importantly, how it fits into your life. Then we're going to organize your finances so you have a crystal clear picture of where you currently stand right now. I like to say, when I used to go to the shopping malls, I was looking for the food court all the time. Walk into the shopping mall, have to find that map, and the map would have the little dot and the X saying, you are here. Right. And from here, you go there to get to the food court, and then I'd find it. Well, I could follow my notes, but a lot of times you find that board. So we have to help you in your life decide and and figure out where you really are financially. And we have this eight-foot whiteboard where we categorize where your money is in red, green, yellow, and then we design a plan from that point based on what you want to have happen in your life. Now, next, we're going to talk about your financial goals. What are your short, medium, and your long-term goals? But more importantly to me, what are your dreams? And then let's work together to clarify your goals and your dreams so they're crystal clear and tangible if possible. And finally, we're going to create an actual step process to get you on that path towards financial and retirement independence. Now, folks, this is not something we do once and set aside on the bookshelf. Just like physical fitness, your financial fitness needs constant attention throughout your career and beyond. But don't worry, we'll work with you every step of the way to guide you and make sure that your money is working just as hard for you as you did to get it. Now again, if you are one of the next 10 people who call who have at least $200,000 dedicated to retirement, there'll be no cost for this comprehensive fiduciary financial and retirement plan. And our strategies do work best for those of you with over a million saved for retirement, but we've never kicked anybody out, Thomas, as long as they're serious. I've also got the Power of Zero DVD, the DVD Don't Worry, Retire Happy, and the video on retirement, as well as the three book set for the next 10 people who call and come in as soon as possible.
3: All right, folks, that number is 800-661-7383. 800-661-7383. Or you can text the word PLAN to 21000. PLAN, P-L-A-N, to 21000. This is for retirees and pre-retirees. We're offering common sense planning and straight talk, as you've heard, instead of that financial double talk, the sales pitch, the typical, typical. Folks, you need to sit down and get a financial roadmap put together. Don't be put off by all of the craziness that you hear out there. Coach Pete and the team here can trans- that complex financial world into very clear instructions that's truly custom-tailored just for you and your situation. So, take advantage. This is an excellent chance for you to get that true, practical financial review. Just call that number I mentioned, 800-661-7383. 800-661-7383. Or you can always text the word PLAN to 21000PLAN to 21000. And as Coach mentioned, when you call in, you will receive that comprehensive financial review that will show you where you are now, but more importantly, it's also going to show you a roadmap to get you where you need to be. And When you come in, we have that set of DVDs there that Coach mentioned as well, including The Power of Zero. Great resource there. The number again, 800-661-7383. 800 Or text plan to 21000, plan to 21000.
5: When we come back, we're going to hear from Jim Cramer and comment on some of his comments. The December candy bar of the month
3: is Twizzlers.
2: We love the way they taste so fruity.
3: Twizzlers were first produced in 1929 and were acquired by the Hershey Company in 1977.
2: The original Twizzler was licorice, but its most popular flavor is strawberry.
5: The strawberry flavor accounts for 70% of the annual production. Hershey produces 200 tons of Twizzlers a day. They are made by pushing a delicious blend
3: of ingredients through special rotating nozzles, giving it its iconic twist and hollow center. There are approximately 15 twists on each Twizzler. Don't get your
5: retirement twisted. Come on down to Capital Financial and meet with Coach Pete and the team to discuss all your financial needs. And don't forget, grab some Twizzlers on your way out. It's the December candy bar of the month here at Capital Financial.
3: Welcome back into the Financial Safari. Consumer advocate Thomas Lipscomb here in studio alongside Morgan Patrick, my co-conspirator in the uh, consumer advocacy world. Also with us, though, is the man of the hour, America's wealth, financial and income coach. Folks, he's a best-selling author, the winner of multiple Emmys, XP's telly's and quillies that is coach Pete DeRuda. Uh having a fun little conversation there between break I think we need to get back into this whole stock world and just understanding it all Morgan you were saying well what if someone picked up that article in a dentist office three months down the road right and
0: wow huh wow yeah, I mean you, you've got stocks that are sitting there and it's telling you dump it get out and you know what four out of the five yeah uh, we're did, up big did extremely we're well
3: yep. and it's a printed business magazine Magazine. You yep. assume that you have this, this legitimacy behind it, this sort of, uh, yeah. Well, it's,
5: fu- it's fun. You know, this what happens a lot of times, though. These articles come and go and people forget about them. No one ever gets called for their bad writings mm. or their bad choices yeah. or their bad advice. And that was pretty bad advice in that article. Oh, absolutely. I <laughs> agree. But it's, it's, we just have to be careful where we get our advice from. And that's why it's important to have a long-term fiduciary financial and retirement plan. And also have tax planning built in there as well, Thomas.
3: Absolutely. And this is why we want to offer our folks listening out there the number to call if you have questions about what we're talking about. Maybe a question about something completely different, but you do want to ask, as Coach is saying, that fiduciary. You you want to make sure that you have someone authentic and honest that you're talking to. Give us a call right now, 800-661-7383. 800-661-7383. Or just text the word PLAN to 21000. Now, uh, we're talking about predictions. I actually have uh, another prediction that I might want to get in front of you, Coach, see what your thoughts are on uh, all right. Pandemic's going a little crazy. Let's see what Kramer has to say about Airbnb. There are people who didn't realize the possibility of getting COVID in an elevator. They didn't understand lobbies as places to have COVID. So, where can you avoid all of those hotspots? Very easy. In a house. And you just come, you bring your Clorox wipes, you make it clean, and no one comes into your house. And it's fantastic. What's going on here? Airbnb is the way to avoid COVID if you're going to travel. <laughs> so he he's an Airbnb fan. So,
5: but what if the person who stayed in that house before you had COVID?
3: There you go. Could still be yeah. there. I yeah. don't
5: know about that because you know, I don't. I just assume if I stay in a hotel, it's going to be clean better than the house. I don't know. What do you, what do you think? I, uh, I mean, that's that's their livelihood. I stay in a lot of hotels and in in like uh, I think it's Hampton Inn or in the Hilton chain, maybe mm-hmm. even Marriott. I think it's both of them have this seal they put on the door after they supposedly cleaned the room, and you have to open the seal that breaks the tapes sure. to show you that you're the first person that goes in there after they supposedly cleaned it.
3: Oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that.
5: Maybe they just put the seal on and don't clean it, right? So it's, I mean, maybe it's artificial uh, artificial confidence there. We just have to.
0: I'm going to go uh, ahead and believe them when they put that tape on there, and uh, I'm going to spend money <laughs> with them.
5: There was a revo- I read an article about a resort in Myrtle Beach a couple of weeks ago they had really bad bed bugs, oh. and they denied it until the person there sent pictures of the bed bugs themselves all in the bed. And they moved them to three or four different rooms, and each room had bed bugs. Wow. It's an infestation. Wow. I guess they go right through. Yeah, they I have must. no idea. Luckily, I've never experienced a bed bug, and I really don't want to. Fleas were bad enough when I had dogs.
3: <laughs> I understand that. You See
5: one flea, you itch all night. By absolutely,
3: the way, absolutely, yeah. Mosquitoes absolutely. are just bad. They <laughs> so, love me. So let me ask you this. So I was just looking up. Um, Airbnb is potentially going to have an IPO here soon. So oh, yeah. this this kind of goes back into the conversation we were having uh, mm. just a few minutes ago about. Well, okay, so you have someone who's on CNBC, Kramer, talking positively, you know, about Airbnb and how people may be using it. Now you see this announcement saying they may have an IPO coming soon. Right. Yeah, where, where do we go from here?
5: Well, you know what happens with IPOs is people get so excited and they jump in and there's a lot of, buy. they call it buying pressure. When a lot more people want to buy sure. than the stock to sell, then the stock goes way up because supply and demand takes over. Yeah. And this happened, we saw it with Facebook, and I'll tell you my Facebook story. I still own Facebook, but I didn't buy it during the IPO. I bought it after the IPO when... There's a certain period of time after the IPO when the people that were involved in the IPO can start dumping their stock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would you want to wait till the dump happens? And when the dump happens, I got Facebook at $17 a share, by the way, <laughs> wow. after it went way up. Then it came way down, okay. 17 I almost called the bottom on that. Just 100 shares, Thomas. I mean, again, when I'm playing yeah. around, well, I really mean it when I say I'm playing with stocks. I'm not vesting for my right. livelihood. But, sure. but 100 shares is now worth like $280, $90 or dollars whatever it is. I don't watch it. That's great. Yeah. When I buy a stock, I know I'm going to leave it alone for 10 years. That's why I don't watch it. Yeah. So, unfortunately, what, what the investment world has, has become, and I think it's even more these days because of COVID, because people have a lot more free time, the 10-year horizon for buying and holding stock has turned into 10 minutes. Okay. <laughs> I bought it today. Why hasn't it gone up yesterday? You know, yesterday? Dump it, I bought dump it, it, today. it dump well, it, well, yeah. it buy so something else. You call yeah. your planner. Why haven't you made me any money? Well, we, yes. we've, only, we've only been here two months. Yeah, <laughs> It's a long-term plan. And we talk about retirement. Retirement's a long-term plan. We're talking about 30 or 40 additional years after you stop working that you need to make sure your money
3: works for you for the all the way through. Coach, we got a lot of folks that, that love to go to PeteOnDemand.com, financialsafari.com, they'll write in to the show, they'll they'll ask questions. We have a great way that you can leave your own voice question on financialsafari.com. There's a little button on the right. This says, ask a question. You can record one right there on your cell phone or computer, tablet, anything. Um, but they're always talking, there there we've had a lot of a lot of influx lately especially asking about strategy. And I think this is a good opportunity to bring it up because we've been talking about stocks. We've been talking about how, how they really do go up and down. And, and I've got your book here, Coach. One of your bestsellers, The Seven Baby Steps, and uh, chapter eight talks about creating a lifetime income strategy. Right. And and you say um, a caller will often ask the question am I making a mistake to retire at 62, or should I wait until I'm 65?" And you go on to define what the caller is really asking. And you're saying, actually, when they ask that, they truly are asking, I'm afraid I may run out of money. I have no guarantee. My money is in a retirement account that is tied to the stock market. What will happen if it takes another nosedive? Yeah. Now, I've
5: seen people, unfortunately, have financial amnesia, they forgot how it felt in 2008-9 when the market did go down, or 2000-2001-2. When you feel helpless, mm. we can all look back at the stock charts and say, gosh, I should have bought there. And you put your finger right on, uh, let's say December 2008, when everybody <laughs> felt really bad. But, but the stock chart went up after that, it looks like. So you're saying, I should have bought there. But I remember, we thought the world was ending then. Yeah, that was not the fun. The banks were going out of business, the mortgage fiasco, all that stuff. Yeah. So looking at charts is only half the story. You have the emotional aspect of knowing what's going on. Thomas, the, the people who are happiest... We're not tied. They did not tie their retirement to the stock market, <laughs> and that's still I see that every single day. Because yeah, you can be really happy one day if the stock market's up, but you can be really sad the next day if it's down. And we can't have our retirement tied to that. It's like the tent I always talk about—the tennis ball in the ocean comes in, goes out. High tide, low tide. Well, there's high tide and low tide in the markets as well. And we don't want to depend. I remember going to the beach with my grandfather. Whenever low tide came, he made us leave the beach. So I hated low tide back in the day. High tide was fun for me and my brothers to play on the waves. Mm -hmm. Low tide was no fun at all, but we were safer. Sure, (laughs) Because when we had the high tide, the waves would whip us around. (laughs) Who hasn't been taken? for a ride by a wave, and you don't know if you're ever going to survive that when yeah. the wave gets a hold of you. Have too you ever heard that happen before? many anymore? times. I need to learn the lesson, yes. <laughs> and then we have something called the undertow, which takes you back out. Yes. Yes. And so we need to isolate some of our money from any of the forces like that, and there's a way to do it with a fiduciary team where we have growth of our money when we don't need the money. We protect that growth. In other words, we don't give the growth back. And then when we decide to activate it, we have a lifetime income we can never outlive. And I always recommend two, three, or four of these different accounts because there's two, three, or four different streams of income I call that the income volcano. When you have perpetual friendly lava, which is money, appearing in your mailbox each and every month for the rest of your life, it'll never go away. Then you have total security, total satisfaction, and you know that you're in control because you're not dependent on the stock market to tell you if you're going to have a good day or not.
3: Exactly. How important is that? Uh, it's vitally important. You know, I was just on the phone uh, with my mother uh, just a few days ago, and she was talking about how she has appreciated what you have been able to do developing her own retirement plan. Because when she goes into the bank, she sees the mutual fund at you know 0.65% and the bond that is quote-unquote safe, but is it? And, and yeah, there's a lot of appreciation there. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners may not, may not be aware, but th- this is a lot more than just Just hyperbole on radio. This is truly getting you set up for success in retirement. Um, Absolutely, yeah.
5: You know, we talked about we talked about the book, that book, the Seven Baby Steps, Mm -hmm. which is my best the the best selling book that I've written of all the books that I've written. I've, I've written. A number, seven or eight. I'm still working on it. You cover. got a library. You got a library. <laughs> and I need to get done with this book on retirement. It's going to be done soon. <laughs> but we talk about ways to not fumble our retirement yes. and not giving the money back once we've got it. And folks, it is there is a game. It, the game is, it's a game of chess. And we need to make sure we're not playing checkers when other playing chess when we're talking about retirement planning. Mm-hmm. So if our, if you're one of the next 10 people call right now who have at least 200,000 dedicated to retirement, you're going to get this report called The Income Volcano that I wrote a couple years ago. This is a fascinating report. And I tie in current events on that Hawaiian volcano Mm. with how income planning is structured like that. So you'll get a kick out of reading that. I've also got my book, The Seven Baby Steps, for you. And a golden ticket. Inside the 15-minute retirement planner, you'll get as well. A golden ticket for a no-cost total retirement planning session and review session. It was a series of them with three of them to get you that proper plan that you deserve. The first one educates you on where you are right now. The second one makes recommendations of where we think you need to be. And the third one is activating that if you want to. There's never There's A cost is never a threatening situation. We're here to give you the information and make sure that you understand. The worst thing that can happen is you not understand where you are and then you approach retirement and you're in trouble. So let's make sure to iron out any of those wrinkles in your retirement plan and get you on that right path. I've also got the video from Tom Hegna, Don't Worry, Retire Happy. You'll get all that in a goodie bag and much more if you're one of the next 10 callers who call right now.
3: And That number is 800-661-7383 to connect with Coach Pete and the team. 800-661-7383. You can also text the word PLAN to 21000. PLAN to 21000. This is a great opportunity to sit down with a fiduciary team. You can obviously get your hands on that report, The Income Volcano, when you come in as well, as well as Coach Pete's best-selling book, Seven Baby Steps. I love this book. Just like Coach on the radio, it's, it's an easy read. He includes a lot of stories, but there's also a lot of meat there, a lot of core content that you can digest and and really can help you set up for success in retirement. So, folks, take advantage. Get that golden ticket. Come meet with Coach Pete, Parker, Marty, and the team here. And also get these fantastic resources. That number, again, to connect, 800-661-7383. 800-661-7383. Or text the word PLAN to 21000. Plan to 21000. we
2: come back, we're going to talk about seven stocks that Google is betting on and get your financial hall pass from Coach Pete and the team.
3: Welcome back into the Financial Safari. Consumer Advocate Thomas Lipscomb here in studio alongside Morgan Patrick, as well as America's Wealth Financial and Income Coach, best-selling author, coach Pete Deruda, Having an awesome, awesome time on the show today. Really getting into a lot of a lot of great content. But I, I want to ask: Have you ever been, Coach, so frustrated, so frustrated? <laughs> that you feel it could just resort in taking someone's life. Thomas, no, except if it was a mosquito. <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you.
5: I've, I've issued death sentences to a lot of mosquitoes in my life. <laughs> yeah,
3: I'm like
5: the hang judge over
2: here. Mm.
3: Now I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure the radio listeners are out there. Like, why in the world do you start? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I have. A, I have a reason behind this. So, so one of one of our talented uh, hosts here at the Safari has put together uh, this great brokers behaving badly segment that has to deal with Moida. Check it out. The Financial Safari News Network presents Brokers Behaving
1: Badly. I've been putting these tales together since early 2018, more than 50 in all, and I thought I'd heard most every variety of brokers breaking bad until now. This time, it's murder. The story comes to us from Allen, Texas, where financial advisor Keith Ashley is now charged with the murder of 62-year-old James Segan. Police say it was Segan's wife who found her husband dead in their garage from a gunshot wound to the head back in February. The scene also included a typed note saying that the death was a suicide. The investigation spanned nine months. An autopsy revealed that Segan was first incapacitated and then shot, all in an effort for Ashley to get full control of Segan's assets. Ashley had been indicted on six counts of wire fraud as well as the murder of Segan. Police say the body was found in Segan's garage with a gun in his left hand and that note that reads, My last friend, Keith Ashley, will help you with account count 792 658 6, Just one thing, Segan's wife told detectives her husband was right-handed and he didn't own a gun. Investigators used security footage showing Ashley arriving at Segan's home at 9.31 a.m. with an unknown loud noise activating the camera inside the garage about forty five minutes later Ashley is seen leaving about six minutes after that Ashley at one time was a registered nurse and he knew exactly what drug would render someone unconscious almost immediately Ashley and Segan were friends too as well as being his financial advisor he had visited that home in the past Well, detectives we well, didn't make any money on Segan's account that well, may be true but he was able to transfer about seven hundred fifty thousand dollars to his own account over the past five years He was also able to change the beneficiary designation on a $2 million life insurance policy from his wife to a trust that he controlled. According to the Star-Telegram, the warrant for Ashley's arrest says that he defrauded at least nine victims, including Segan, for more than $1.9 million in a Ponzi scheme. The indictment says that Ashley used the money to cover utility bills, college tuition, student loans, mortgage payments, spending at casinos, and brewery expenses. Huh? Yeah, Ashley owns a brewery called Nine Band Brewing in Allen, Texas. Now, according to Broker Check, Ashley had been in the financial business since 2000, with nothing unusual. Till now. Just one more reason to make sure you are dealing with a true fiduciary, and don't be afraid to ask them to prove it.
5: You know the funny thing is that that was such a long story, Steve's music stopped playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you noticed that too. should the music. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. was good though. Yeah, that was a guy. Can what you imagine a, that? Whew, crazy story. That was a long, drawn out story though, wasn't it? Crazy. It was. Wait, I mean, it was. Who, his own friend. Didn't know, him, didn't know him that good if he didn't know he number, didn't have a gun and was the wrong hand. It he wrote was this. the wrong hand. I can't believe that's what got him. Oh, my gosh.
3: <laughs> wow. You never know, do you? Never you don't. Know. You don't. Just but 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 it does. I think it just like Steve said at the end of it there, it goes to show why you need to trust who you're working with, yes, uh, have, absolutely. A, have an honest relationship, and know the right questions to ask uh, as well so you're not just walking in blind. Well, it's important, isn't it? I mean, gosh. Morgan, I mean, that,
5: that's, I'm still shocked with that story. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, when you, when you think about it, you, uh, you're you in a relationship with a financial advisor and uh, you get to a trust point and there are certain points or step-off points you can say, you know what, maybe I need a second opinion. Maybe yeah. I need to bring yeah. somebody else in. Uh, maybe there's an opportunity out there for me to listen to another voice yeah. and mm-hmm. that may help. Well, we have something we go through called the Dime Worksheet. What's the Dime Worksheet? Yeah, what's that? Yeah. What about Ben
5: Franklin with the penny? A penny saved is a penny bird. Well, dime stands for debts, income, mortgage, education, and everything else. Oh, okay. D i m e. So we look at what kind of debts people have. We look at what kind of income you have. And, of course, it's better to have more income than debt, right? So Absolutely. the income can be paid off. The mortgage, is it going to be paid off before you get retirement? Or how do we factor in the mortgage? What's our interest rate in the mortgage? What a great time to refinance right now, by the way. If you haven't mm-hmm. done it yet, folks, it's a great time to refinance. Rates are very low. I, when I refinance, what does Coach Pete do? I refinanced five years ago in a 15-year loan. I got a no-closing cost at 2.99. I should probably revisit that and do another no-closing cost at maybe 2.5. The problem is my house value is low now. They don't really, not many mortgage companies want to deal with me because I've paid it off. I've paid an extra payment every year. So my 15-year loan that I did more than five years ago, I only have like six years left on it. Very nice. So the mortgage companies aren't interested in me anymore. (laughs) But what a great time it is. To refinance. And if you do, pursue and explore and at least look at side by side what a no-closing-cost mortgage can do. It'll be a little higher interest rate, but you're not paying any closing fees. Mm -hmm. And to me, it makes a lot of sense. You need to basically keep the house for 10 years to to pay all those closing fees off. So you save yourself 10 years, even though you're a little higher interest rate. Like I said, I probably could have got 2.85 instead of 2.99 back then when I refinanced, but but I would have had to pay a bunch of closing fees. Sure, so I sure. had to pay for the appraisal to begin with, and then they refunded me the appraisal cost during the closing. So I didn't pay for anything.
3: That's something to think about, especially when you think, I think the average American moves right now every three to four years, yep. three to five years. So, so if you don't have a, but a 10-year return on that that, that, that makes sense. A lot of sense. You know, you know something that I, I love about these conversations is we're, we're talking about life insurance right now. And something that, that you and the team do, Coach, is, is this is just one aspect. We want to make sure that you're looking at all aspects of retirement planning and that, they work cohesively, that they're one unit moving forward, that you don't have maybe your taxes holding you back or you have, you know, I think I have a five and a four and a one year old. You don't, you don't have that random, random asset that's dragging their feet
1: and holding everyone back. Yeah,
5: very important. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Now, this is a time of year where we get a lot of questions from business owners and two of the main questions I get all year long, but especially when we're talking about the end of the year, because you're planning for the next year and it's Mm. a great time to clean the closet out, so to speak. Mm. One is called buy-sell agreement. All right, a buy-sell agreement is a very important agreement, and it's half of it's done by a legal team, and the other half is your financial team. But do you guys know what a buy-sell? You ever heard of a buy-sell I've agreement? I've never
3: heard of that. No, what is that?
5: Well, let's say you have a business and you have a partner or two. Okay. All right. Well, here's what happens in life. We're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say you're, you're married and, you're, and your partner's married too, so your partner passes away. You immediately become partners with your partner's wife. Oh, or, okay. or husband, or even spouse, we'll say, because I'm just talking at my point of view, because it's like right. two man's. But if, a- like and business partner, men, partners, you yeah. mean yeah. This yeah. way. business
3: partners. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, sure. you
5: become business partners with, with your spouse of the person who's surviving. Correct? Right? Yes. And so maybe you don't want to be partners with that person. Maybe you never liked them anyway. <laughs> maybe they didn't know a thing about your business. So that's yeah. why you ahead of time put a buy sell agreement in place, which says when one of us dies, the other partner has the option to buy at a certain price you've already established. Okay. So there's none mm. of this kind of stuff playing games down the road, you know, like now that he's it's gone, like I'm a gonna, business prenup. Yes, it is. It's mm. a good way to look at it. Yeah. And so we spend a lot of time educating folks and working with the attorneys to make sure these sure. plans are done right. So if you have a partner or more, more than one partner in your business, I recommend a buy-sell agreement because you don't want to become partners with the spouses.
3: Yeah, that makes but, a lot like of sense. Like you said, in a business point of view. There you, you go. Don't. In a business point of <laughs> view, <it'd be>, yeah.
5: <laughs> and, and the other one is called a key person insurance policy. So it used to be called key man, but now it's the 2020 kind of stuff. It's key person. What that means is if you're a company and you have somebody, and every company does, every company has at least one person that is vital for the success and survival of that company many times. If that person were to pass away, that company may be in trouble. So you get key person insurance, which says that if this person passes away, well, the company's going to get a certain amount of money given to them to to help them survive the transition period to find a new person like that. Hmm. Now, that would worry me a little bit if I was that key person. You never want to be worth more dead than alive. (laughs) <laughs> Good point. Because they, they like that that the program came badly. listen to, but sure. but this will help a business survive and thrive, even if they lose the most important person in the business. So okay. that's what a key person insurance is. So Makes a lot sense. of people were asking me questions about that. The buy sell agreement very important as well as the key person. If you're curious or want to find out, if you're a business owner, you really need to review, hmm. and it needs to be done from a in my opinion from a, from, a, from a fiduciary standpoint. So they're not you're not sold things you don't need. That's the one thing I've seen in the financial world way too many times is people get sold products that they don't need because it doesn't fit the strategy that I would have come up with based on what you told me you want to do. Thomas, let's make this available, though, to any business owner who wants to find out about that, as well as any other business type events and, and also this dime worksheet for everybody, as well as a book set and a DVD set for the next 20 people call. We'll do it at no cost or obligation. You get that golden ticket. More importantly, you get that peace of mind that you deserve all the way through and all the way to and all the way through retirement and anything else that may arrive we'll also do a tax plan tax planning is very important to look ahead in the tax code to protect your behind from the tax man everything we do is legal we don't do any of these junk things like offshore accounts but it is good (laughs) if there are ways to minimize taxes legally Wouldn't you like to find out about them? Always. Let's open those phone lines for the next 20 people right now before we go to the break.
3: And that number, 800-661-7383. 800-661-7383. Or you can always text the word PLAN to 21000. Plan to 21000. This is a great and perfect opportunity to take advantage of meeting with Coach Pete and the team to get your total retirement income plan in place. The game truly is strategy and security to make sure that you can get that not just that first five, seven years into retirement and wonder, but to get all the way through retirement knowing that you have that security at your back. The number again, 800 661 7383. 800 661 7383. Or text the word plan to 21,000, plan to 21000.
5: All right, I promise when we come back, we're going to talk about the seven stocks Google is betting on. And we're going to talk about each one of those stocks and see if it makes sense.
2: There are a lot of components to your retirement, and it certainly can seem overwhelming. It's time to establish a partnership with a professional who can provide you with a written plan, the proper strategies, and then be there with you along the way. That's Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial, 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383, or text COACH to 21000.
3: Welcome back into the Financial Safari, having a great time here in studio with America's Wealth, Financial, and Income Coach, Coach Pete DeRuta. Morgan Patrick is also in studio with me, trying to keep Coach in line as much as we can.
5: Trying. How are you going to do that, Thomas? I know, hard, I know. My parents tried for years, it never worked. Well, so Google has, now everyone's heard of Google, it's a search engine, mega search engine. They've got, they've got two venture capital funds. Uh, one's called Google Ventures, and that's $5 billion under management. And the other one is called Capital G.
3: <laughs> Capital G, <laughs> how
5: creative this! <laughs> is. And Capital G has three billion under man. These are with bees, by the way, Whew. under management, and they invest in like startups and trying to trying to get companies to give them some start like a angel sure. kind of fund or whatever. Oh but, yeah, sure. But so they pick seven. They pick seven big ones to to put a lot of money into, and I wanted to talk about some of. them. Sure, let's do it. Now one of them was Uber, and the symbol mm-hmm. is U B E R. Now anybody is there anybody out there who doesn't know what Uber is anymore?
0: you know what Uber it, it's
3: is? a household name at this point. If, if they're
0: if they're over seventy, maybe, but yeah. anybody else, you know it. You yeah. know, the funny thing about Uber is when it came out, it was such
5: a strange name. That's how I remembered it. Yeah. And so Lyft was out before Uber, but everyone remembers Uber more than Lyft. That's in, in my in my opinion, now yeah, it Lyft resonates. It.
0: Yeah,
5: yeah. it so I took a look and I said, you know, they they put a. They put a lot of money into Uber. Google's behind there. They want uh, they want Uber to succeed and all that. But I said, well, let's see what happened in the year 2020 for Uber. Let's just see right. what they did. Right. And so it started the year at 32 dollars a share, and they had Corona happen or COVID, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. Right? What do you think it did, to, uh, Thomas? In
0: and Morgan, what do you yeah. think
5: it's done throughout the year until here right at the beginning of December?
0: Well, I, I think initially, and I, I'm sorry to jump in, Thomas. I no, think initially sorry. it probably took a dip because people were just scared because of the surface. They, they, they started reporting that you could pick things up from the surface. So Uber probably took a huge hit. And matter of fact, we know several people that do Uber on the side, and they had to pick other things up because they were not getting calls. Oh, wow. They took
5: okay. a 35% decrease in trips during the third quarter. In other words, there's 35% less people in Uber. But here's one of the big problems. It was harder to get Uber. That's true. Because I travel uh, a lot. You guys know, Thomas, you heard me complain about this. Sure. I used to be able to get, you'd pull up the Uber app and there'd be 15 cars all around me. Mm-hmm. And like one minute away. Well, then I'd get to, to the point where I'd fly into either Raleigh or Vegas or some airport and there was no Ubers around. At no, the airport. No cars available and, and not even at the airport. Wow. Which is amazing. Yeah, so then it, that was bad, right? Yeah. So they had a 50% decline in mobility gross bookings. In other words, people who, went, who were booking the trips, 50% less. Hmm. But throughout the year, Again, it started at thirty two dollars a share, ended up at fifty three ninety eight right now, right around there. Mm. So that's a pretty good that's a sixty eight percent increase. That's good. Coach Pete has Uber by the way, bought it at twenty seven last year. <laughs> so that's I'm doing pretty well.
3: That's awesome. Yeah, it it makes you wonder if it was a reaction where people had to figure out how can I do this safely and then the drivers got back on. While you were talking, it made me think Uber very much is a business obviously reliant on the drivers. It's not like a a brick and mortar, let's say. So, if those drivers weren't available, you were put in the situation you were in.
5: Now, let's talk about Lyft, who is basically the the competition for Uber. Sure, yeah. And that symbol is L-Y-F-T. And they experienced the declines as well. Not, not as much as I don't think. It looks like they're recovering a little bit. But they started the year at $44.25, more than Uber. And Uber started the year at 32 Right. Where do you think Lyft ended up here, right here at
3: the, in December?
0: I'm, gonna, I'm Almost a full year. Yeah, I'd maybe flatline, maybe a little higher. Thomas, you want to guess?
3: Yeah, I would think a little bit higher just because, yeah, say 50, 52. Now, I'll say for
5: Lyft, I've had better luck. So, I have both apps on my phone. If I can't get Uber, I get Lyft. Or if Uber surges, you know what a surge is? It's going to charge, they charge you more money. Okay, right. yeah, yeah. Lyft doesn't surge. Oh. So, I've gone, I've been at the airport before where Uber's been, it usually costs about $28 to get from the Raleigh Airport to my home in Cary. Yeah. They surged up to fifty four dollars one time. Whoa! And then I went right over to Lyft and got my ride for twenty eight dollars. Sure, yeah. So, Lyft, wow, Lyft started. One time I couldn't get Uber or Lyft, and I had to pay for a taxi, and it made me realize why I use <laughs> Uber, <laughs> Lyft all the time. <laughs> that is very true. So, Uber started the. I mean, Lyft started the year at forty four dollars and twenty five cents. They ended up right now here in December at forty seven sixty nine. They're up seven point seven percent, which is not a bad, hey, Seven point seven percent return during a pandemic. And during all the stuff we've gone through, sure. being up is good, yeah. Yeah. okay? And what I say about the market, though, is a lot of people say, well, I'm up in there, and I'm, I'm up in my retirement account, So I've got all my retirement money in the stock market, and I'm up, and I always say, you're not up until you're out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. if you haven't liquidated that money, you're not up until you're out. So you, no. could, you could wait too long, and it could be down, then you're in trouble. Or it could keep going up. We don't know, but that's why we don't want to tie all our money sure. to one particular investment or one particular asset class, like Stocks, bonds, Mutual Fund is one asset class. We need to diversify our asset classes and get some of our money in the accounts that give you that growth when you, when you don't need the money, protect the growth so it doesn't go back down, then you give that lifetime income when you decide to activate. We call that growthprotectionincome.com. Mm-hmm. Very, very important. All right, so there's another one a company called Cloudera. You ever heard of them? Cloudera, no, unfamiliar with CLDR, them. C L D R, and they're basically a, an online cloud storage company. Okay, sure. And they started the year at eleven dollars fifty-two. They ended up uh, in here in December at twelve thirty-five. They're up about seven percent, so it's mm-hmm. not no big deal there. Yeah, the big one. One of the big ones, DocuSign. You ever heard of DocuSign? Yeah, sure. You think this year has been good for DocuSign? Good, really good. <laughs> Start the year at $75.24. Here in December, it's up to $230.90. Wow. You know wow. what kind of gain that is percentage-wise? No, what is that? It's a good gain. <laughs> yeah,
0: good, good. yeah, there you That's go. That's a
5: gain you want. 205%. Oh, my gosh. Because, again, because of what's happening, there's a lot of cottage industries that are popping up. There's uh, companies that are that are developed now, so we don't have to go in person and sign documents, mm-hmm. or we don't have to go in person and testify these days. There's even a company called V Testify. So if you are taking depositions or you have a court case, you can do it virtually. Very good and a lot safer than Zoom, by the way, because I still not, uh, I still don't really trust all my information on Zoom. Yeah, of course.
3: Nice. Yeah,
5: yeah. All right. There's another one called. Edis Medicine, never even heard of them, but they they went from $26 to $40, so up 35% this okay, year. Okay, okay. But then there's, a, there's one I want to talk about, because my daughter uses this, and so therefore, because she uses it, guess who else has an account, so she can monitor her? Mm. Yes, yeah. Daddy Pete does, <laughs> otherwise known as Coach Pete. Snap. Snapchat. Yeah. Yes. S-N-A-P. Now, Snapchat was struggling for years. As a matter of fact, I bought it at $9 a share when it was really struggling a few wow. years ago. yeah. Okay. Now this year has been good for Snapchat. Just because I don't know why. I guess more people are doing videos on there, and they, they're the ones. Those are the videos that self-destruct in twenty-four hours. It's the uh, what's that? Inspector Gadget kind of. Ah, uh, kind of, sure. It, yes. You can send videos. Like, Lim-
0: limited lifetime.
5: Yes. And so it started the year at seventeen dollars a share. Where do you think it is in December? Now keep in mind, it, it, it's. I guess it has some useful
3: things for. All right.
0: The number COVID we start
3: stuff. at is what? Seventeen.
0: Seventeen. Right. Yeah. I'm going to
3: say. 58. I was about to say, I'm going to be bold. I'm going to say 50, 60. Yeah, yeah.
5: You know, and, and, and Facebook and Instagram pummeled Snapchat because they had the same same kind of things. Not quite. Sure. But, but Snapchat has made some moves. Yeah. So, it started the, the year at $17 a share. Now, it's at $50. Wow. That's yeah. a gain of 193%. Incredible. That's incredible. Pretty good, huh? That is. So absolutely. So, for a company that was basically given up as dead almost. So, that's what happens. That's why we should never we should never gamble on this stuff, though, because who knows? Now, if you buy it today, it might go down all the way back down to so 17. Sure. Don't take any of the stocks we've talked about today as investment advice, by the way, folks, because no. you know, some of these stocks, with the gains like they have, there's a lot more room to go down than up, I think, in some of them. And
0: mm-hmm. you, talk, you talk about keeping the core safe and, and making sure your core is there. And then, you, when you have that maybe little extra, that's when you go play. Yeah, take the extra money.
5: We call it the money that doesn't really matter. And so, if you lose it, you're, you're, it won't change your lifestyle. Sure. But if we have all our money tied to the market we lose it, it's going to change our lifestyle bad. Mm-hmm. If we went up 30% with all our money, it's not going to affect our lifestyle too much in a favorable place. But if we went down 30 or 40%, it's Ooh. going to really affect our lifestyle and retirement.
3: Well, and the emotional toll that comes oh, yeah. with all of that, oh, the yeah. anxiety that you can avoid. Ugh, yeah.
5: So It's been a good show. We talked some uh, relevant stocks here and some information. But here's what I want to do. Folks, this is just a step. The most important step is you to take to make sure to get your own strategic development process started and have your total retirement plan, which is 22 steps behind the scenes. So if one of the next 10 people call right now, we'll do for you your very own strategic development process. Now, I'm going to break down real quickly. There's a lot more steps, but one of the things we do is we review your tax returns to uncover long-term tax issues that may exist in your IRAs, maybe capital gains taxes, even Social Security taxes. We'll do some tax planning to, to educate you at least on what's going to happen there. Next, we're going to establish your retirement income goal. Now, that's money needed to cover the costs of enjoying your lifestyle all the way through retirement, not just a couple years of retirement. Next, we're going to analyze your current investments to establish the real cost and fees. We call those the financial termites. And make sure you don't have any UFOs, unidentified financial objects in your portfolio. And we're going to go one step further and calculate the risk exposure level of your current portfolio. Based on the risk you're taking right now, what would happen if the market went the wrong way? And then finally, we're going to determine the percentage of assets needed to protect your future income needs, considering taxes and inflation, two big wrenches that are thrown into many plans that were not accounted for. We account for those, and we put together a total plan for you and your family. The next 10 people will call who have at least 200000 dedicated retirement, this offers for you, and our strategies do work best. For those of you with over a million, not only we get all this, you're going to get a three-book set, three of the videos we talked about today, as well as that 15-minute retirement planner, and that golden ticket. Thomas, we're loading it up for the next 10 people.
3: And that number, 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383, or text the word PLAN to 21000, PLAN to 21000. That's all you have to do to get started with Coach Pete and the team, and just like we've been t- problems on the show today, coaching the team can help you assess your plan and your outlook for retirement to make sure that you are on a secure path. This complimentary review will help you determine how prepared your investments are to handle all the retirement pitfalls that we discuss on the show. Those include inflation, taxation, Social Security, and so much more. Call on in today. Make sure you sit down and get your total retirement income plan in place. The number again, 800-661-7383. 800-661-7383. Or text PLAN to 21000 plan to 21000
5: well guys it's been a great show I hope you guys enjoyed it out there in radio land and for Thomas for Morgan it's Coach Pete. we'll see you next week right here on the Financial Safari
4: Coach P
1: Radio